3: So the question also is Would you rather be Poor in a rich country Or poor in a poor country
0: If you're poor Is it your problem This is your daily catch up This episode is proudly brought to you By the National Youth Council As part of the Youth Action Challenge uh, The Youth Action Challenge Is basically an annual platform For like-minded youth Between the ages of 15 to 35 mm-hmm. To come together And brainstorm ideas To help solve issues That we're currently facing here to In harness Singapore harness
3: the innovation And in youth and energy Of young people And
0: turn it yeah. into yeah.
3: solutions it's For Singapore It's almost like the main Correct
0: It's fantastic And so there's things like workshops And like even mentorship uh, And there's over 80 teams this year um, That are coming together To help like pitch their ideas la. And uh, they may get up to 50 Thousand dollars to turn their ideas into reality, and so in this episode, YC and NYC wanted us to talk about supporting vulnerable groups, and so we kind of touched upon the topic before in the past. Uh, we've talked about elderly, we've talked about homelessness, uh, but we never really dive into the solutions and and the economic trade offs like related to that. So uh, we also invited a guest to help us dive deep into this. It's none other, none other
3: than the Minister of No. It's just Donovan.
0: It's Donovan. <laughs> it's it's just, just Donovan. Donovan man do of many uh, hats. My MC replacement yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the author of uh, A published author you know. Published author of A book about
3: uh, Economic f- Free market economy <laughs> Which I try to read <laughs> Butchery A new way forward New path uh, J- Third way Third way
0: forward Third way yeah. I'm shut. So close third.
1: Happy to be here Thanks for having me
0: on Hey, most welcome. welcome So when you talk about vulnerable groups There's obviously like a lot um, in, in society la, But I think the most obvious one Especially when Like we talk about Singapore Crazy rich Asians came out And then like Singapore is being planted As like this like super rich like city right But in reality is that We obviously have people of The entire economic spectrum mm. And I think if you look at um, Income inequality So like Seedly uh, published an article last year that talked about how like It's 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 not really confusing, but like there's two different um, there's two different metrics that's being looked at, right? The first one is that when you look at um, income disparity, so when you take the tenth, the bottom 10, the decile of the average income group. Decile. You, What's the decile? So percentile is basically one out of hundred. Decile is one out of ten la. Damn yeah, yeah, you know, I bet no, you, you know, didn't you know that too. Yeah, okay. yeah. Thanks then. Coming
3: here to learn stuff from <laughs> then.
0: <laughs> so you look at the gap between the bottom ten that's all and the top ten that's all right, the average incomes, right? Yeah. Over the years that, that gap has been widening in Singapore over the years. Yeah. But then if you look at the Gini coefficient, which is basically the the, the one statistic or number that people look at across the globe on like to calculate income inequality, <laughs> Singapore's Gini coefficient has been decreasing. La. Mm. So it also shows that Actually there is a lot of like, um, like Inequality in Singapore There is inequality in Singapore But it, it's, it's dropping to a certain extent Oh right um, So we look at like the, the relative numbers right If you look at uh, the Gini coefficient in like France, United States, Germany Like mostly in Europe and the West right um, Singapore is actually lower than a majority of these com- uh, countries Their Gini coefficient is about 0. 0.52 So it's between 0 and 1 Wow, we're gonna get into the crash course of Gini coefficient, right? Actually, do you want to do that? Let's do, do. Okay, go, go for it.
1: I mean, the the basic concept is just that: the closer you are to one, the more unequal society is, right? So if you imagine a society where everyone has the exact same amount of money in their bank, it will be the Gini coefficient will be zero. I think Singapore is closer to one,
0: right? Um, it's like zero point four five. Something. Uh, as of 0. twenty
2: twenty or zero point three seven five. Zero point three seven five.
0: Um. That is after okay. cool. government transfers.
2: Mm. What's government transfers?
0: So when basically government transfers is when they try to redistribute income, so they tax and then they give oh. grants right. and schemes and things like that. Right. Well, I was yeah. wrong on that. Then I think,
1: I think relatively to other cities, cities tend to be close, more unequal. Mm. Yeah. Because that's where all the rich people come right. to, right? Yeah. Whereas if you look at like big countries. Um, the demographic is more equal Then the Gini coefficient is closer to
0: zero Yeah. yeah. So to, to add on to your analogy So like if everyone has the exact same income The Gini coefficient will be zero How it gets to one is that If the entire population right, Only one person is earning all the income And everyone else is earning nothing Then that would look like, mm. a, like a one So that's also a very extreme case yeah. And so most of the countries are around like 0.5, 0.6
2: Actually I'm curious right Like does it matter that the rich are getting richer? Like is it not as long as my the The lower income people in my country are earning more? Have enough. Yeah, Yeah. have have enough. Does it matter that the upper side is going up?
1: That's a very controversial question these days. Does it matter if the rich is getting richer? Um, I mean, personally, I don't think so. As long as the poor is getting richer as well, right? Yeah. Um, But... I think uh, if you follow any discussions on inequality, usually the go-to metric that they look at is the Gini coefficient. And if you only look at the Gini coefficient, then you will uh, have that kinds of uh, conclusions where you think, oh, the rich is so far apart from the people in the bottom decile, the 10th decile. And well, look, he's cooperating into a yeah, sentence it kept already. Just, it captures yeah.
0: kept,
1: kept part, part of the story, but there's much more
0: to that for sure such as
1: for instance um, the Gini coefficient is a quantitative measure so it doesn't it only looks at the money in our bank accounts mm. but it doesn't look at our improvements in quality of life thinking as an economist <laughs> the, wait now you're an economist <laughs> who
2: are you <I, laughs> if, if I
1: put if I put <laughs> an economist hat on right if you look then at then that 30 years this, uh, <laughs> change right obviously people are getting richer Right. right I no longer have to go To the library To find I don't know Cooking recipes Or mm. um, Find how to fix Certain things in my home I can just go onto Google I'm doing less I'm doing more with uh, less But The Gini coefficient Does not capture that Right A lot of these measures Don't capture that Because they only look at
3: So is there a, Is there a better unit Of measurement then Something that Is often um, overlooked
1: Yeah there, there are many There are many But Unfortunately They tend to be uh, Sort of like They they tend to be Less Less in the In the conversation On inequality Mm. Right Because Well if If you really believe That income inequality Is a big problem Then You would want to look At the Gini coefficient Because that really Brings out that yeah. That kind of narrative. I think the
0: idea here is to not just look at one number and to look at the context. Yeah. So, like, you yeah. have the Gini coefficient, you're looking at education rates, you're looking at mortality exactly, rates, yeah. you're looking at all these entire yeah. numbers as a as yeah. livelihood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Speaking Isn't
2: of like like, an actual term for that? Human Development Index, is it mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, like that?
1: Yeah. No. yeah. So, like, mortality rates and HDI is another measure, right? If people are getting healthier, living longer lives, you would say that people are getting richer. Mm. But... Inequality activists will not let you in on that because all <laughs> they look at is the Gini coefficient,
0: mm, right? Yeah.
1: Purists, so let me give you an example, right? The Gini coefficient inequality in Singapore is rare white, but the same Gini coefficient in a developing country would be is a symptom of the larger problem, and and that in in those countries is unequal because of rampant corruption, hmm. um, exploitation by uh, political leaders. And the problem is because of the corruption, but
0: the inequality, right, is a symptom Mm. of that larger problem. I I think my take is this, right, that like, at the end of the day, like you said, I think that as long as the lower income still has a a decent life, right, Mm. the numbers could be skewed because Singapore does attract a lot of rich people. Mm. And so then when you have these number of billionaires living in Mm. Singapore, the gap might seem very off. But they also don't kind of live the same lives as we do la. Exactly. Um, but on the flip side I also think that at the end of the day resources are finite mm. If it comes to a case where we have disaster Or like when COVID happened and everyone's <sighs> rushing for Like masks and things like that right And there's only a finite amount of supply If the rich are getting richer, even if the poor is getting richer There's only a finite number of masks that everyone can buy For mm. example, and so if the rich buys everything Then the poor people do Like When you, come to, when you, come, when you talk about bargaining power Then mm. that really kind of shows its true colours mm.
2: But then like what is considered like A decent living in Singapore. For example, like so, I I just googled like what's the poverty line in Singapore, right? It seems to be any four person household that makes less than one two five zero per month.
0: The entire household.
2: Yeah, the entire household. Four person household. But there's no there's no official defined poverty line in Singapore Mm. lah. But that's the widely regarded one. Right. So like, but then when I think of that, right. So if I divide that by four.
3: Wait. Yeah, it's like three hundred <laughs> like per, like per person, which is mm.
2: not enough for one month. La. I mean, mm. personally, lah. La. So yeah. How do we? as in that feels like a. you have
3: to give twenty percent of your mum. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I just want to say side note, right? Uh, Ananas just opened up in Sengkang, so you can get two dollar fifty cent chicken rice in Sengkang. Oh, they increased
4: by fifty cent. Yeah. Good uh, on them. Good on them. <laughs> about time, lah. Okay. Time.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, lah. Three hundred dollar cannot. So, so the yeah. question also is, would you rather be poor in a rich country or poor in a poor country? Poor in a poor country You feel better You feel better about life You don't feel that poor Because we all struggle together no. Poor in a rich country You feel like shit But then you know There's social mobility To a certain extent mm. Like you can be you, There's an upper class to join
2: mm. And there's better social support also Yeah Which you, brings me to Are you willing to pay more taxes So that the government Can support the lower income people In Singapore
0: yeah. So A it's, lot
3: of it's, questions Without answers here It's,
0: it's income distribution <laughs> Like um, Attitudes towards Income redistribution Alright uh, Because like If we look at the west So we talk about The Gini coefficient again Right Before taxes Singapore is lower Relatively to all these Other western countries But after taxes And income redistribution Right Or distribution um, Singapore is actually Not as low as the rest of them So their numbers go from Like 0.5 To 0.3 After taxes oh. But Singapore goes from Like 0.4 To zero point three nine three eight. Yeah Wait,
4: Singapore's system is Like Low tax Yeah, it's low tax but Yeah, there's a cap right At a certain, at a certain point But before that, is that uh, is Progressive right yeah. yeah It's progressive all the way
1: yeah, Most countries are progressive tax, yeah. Huh? Yeah, so the richer you if, I might be wrong on this So you can check me on this But the richer you are The higher percentage you pay right But only but at But progressive a point are Only
3: progressive terms. So progressive basically means right That if let's say your salary is this amount right i mean i'm just gonna go vertically okay if it's this amount your first base amount right you pay a percentage in taxes. it's the lowest if you make this amount this percentage of this amount Is still the same But here the percentage increase Oh, oh okay, so, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, so it's not
0: a fixed percentage so, yeah. On everything Right So, so, so the
3: there won't be a situation Whereby Sorry <laughs> for example If I Let's say the next tax bracket Is 1 million dollars right Then I want to stop earning At 999,000 yeah, exactly. dollars. Yeah yeah. It won't reach that part yeah. You okay. will still want to make a million you, you Yes you have to pay taxes But your net income Is still higher
0: No but with that said right If the next level Is 1 million right And you earn one million and one, right Only that 1 dollar Is being taxed Yeah Yeah
2: so because we are raising GST next year, right? I mean sorry, we're we are, we are increasing GST this year, right? So I'm wondering like because the poorer people like just now we mentioned they have lower they have less bargaining power, so does GST not instead hurt them rather yep. than help them?
0: So I think that enough schemes or like um Minister Hing Finance Minister did mention that there will be enough like grants and schemes to help um alleviate the tax burden that it will almost feel as though they're not paying for GST for the next ten years. Mm. Oh, wow. For those who I qualify rebates, for it, like yeah, in rebates.
3: Mm. Which is very yeah. interesting because like I think Singapore has a has a multi like level system, right? That it's it's I find quite elegant to a certain extent, right? That the argument always comes up that GST is a tax on the poor because yeah. you're still taxing them on top of their daily necessities, right? Um, but then It's the rich That would consume A little bit more Of mm. that GST A lot more of the GST Is the rich That will produce The goods and services That the General population Will buy mm. uh. And so The taxes will be Passed on to them Anyway mm. But if you do GST Then our Tourists get to pay The rich people That they go and party And drink And do their vices Get to pay Yeah, As opposed to Passing it on My question is um,
4: When it comes to Like the low wage Worker group right mm. Do you think that There should be More support Or like what What support should be given Or do you think that They shouldn't receive support They need to find ways mm. To 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 game the system and, and, and get out of that On their own
1: <clears throat> I think there should be A basic safety net For sure That one I, I don't um, I don't think is negotiable at all I, I know someone Who is like um, you Just really like Hit all the trifactor You know Of like being poor It's like you are disabled. You are very socially awkward. That is a weird are, way to preface your story. Your family is like very um, broken family. Everything, okay. and then you know, like these people who, and, and on top of that, <laughs> right? Like I, if I remember correctly, the family had like got the mom got into accidents or something before. Oh, so it's shit. like really
0: all the, the swears uh, of swears.
1: Yeah, it's like the worst hand, right? For that kind of uh, people who fall through the cracks, I think there should be a safety net, right? Right, but beyond that I think if you're able to work you should be working for yourself yeah that, that's where my personal view is and I generally if like if someone can work right and I don't think you should be getting a handout at all so I had a colleague right working in finance he's making like nine, ten thousand thousand a month Dang. okay Australian guy um, he left the company in Singapore and then I was calling him like two months later back home and I was like hey uh, have you found a job yet it's like oh no no I'm just I'm still looking. Then he was telling me oh I I'm I'm on welfare right now. I'm getting like a paycheck of like a thousand dollars from the government. Mm. I was like shocked. I mean you're making your your pay grade is like in nine ten thousand dollars and you and you can get a paid you can get a welfare check from the government.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that,
1: that's like crazy, right? I mean it's 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 all fun and giggles, but someone is footing that bill. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Which so, which
3: I bet. Which I believe has its merits also, right? You don't want people to be able to be stuck in a toxic workplace situation whereby mm. quitting means endangering the livelihoods of your family, mm. but yet once again, it's so easily to ex- it's so easy to exploit. Yeah, how can it be so easy yeah. to qualify? Yeah. Right?
1: Like I can understand that for maybe if low wage workers, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. these guys are really like living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah.
3: yeah, right. So I mean, back to what you're saying, I think that um, yeah, a, a, a basic
4: safety net is important, but. Mm
2: what does a basic so yeah, when you say basic safety
4: net, net yeah. is that like the Money basic thing. uh what's that basic income or is like
2: what you're referring to
3: so for example if you've got no place to eat right or like you cannot even afford food mm. that there are places you can go to get food if you have mm. um if you cannot afford to do an operation but you need to do an operation that there are places that could still do the operation for you mm. and then figure out need, need to pay or not or how to pay mm. but. I feel like beyond that What this system is trying to do Is to make sure that We don't have to We take care <coughs> of ourselves We take care of our future self So that the future generations of people Don't, take care, don't need mm. to take care of us And so I think What I like about About the Youth Action <laughs> Challenge or Viet Blanc, uh, Is that I think They are encouraging people to see Whether they can make a business out of it because I think yeah. If you can make a business Out of it Then it's sustainable mm-hmm. And all parties Are motivated to do it Like we got a friend That basically works With a lot of seniors And he trains them How to use simple Like tech yeah. and stuff Right To the point whereby They can be he can be as simple As coming and be our talents When for example We need seniors For our shoots Or we Or we can send them A video they transcribe For us mm. Yeah, Which is like He is happy To make money Seniors happy To make money I'm happy to mm pay off market price to be very honest because we are not getting professional transcribers. Yeah. Yeah and <coughs> this is sustainable. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Mm, yeah. And and, and the key point is that at least you are providing value, right? You mm. are helping someone instead of the very kind of knee jerk reaction is how can we like start shifting around income, redistributing. Yeah. Income. How can I yeah. put my hand in the next guy's pocket? Right, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Or how can I
3: guilt trip that guy to say he he somehow owes me a little bit of money. Yeah. Say okay. Right, more. okay.
1: Well, I think a lot of people feel oh there's something icky about inequality but I think the reality is that there's nothing wrong with it if people reach unequal outcomes through like voluntary and free choices yeah. so there's this very popular um, pod experiment right in, in philosophy
0: Ooh, basically damn. Okay, right, you
1: philosopher oh, it's, it's an interesting okay, he one his philosopher hat yeah, so <laughs> I'm wearing my philosopher hat now <laughs> so the, the experiment goes like this right it's by this uh, very famous uh, Harvard philosopher called Robert Nozick So Nozick says that if I had a button in front of me and I could press it, right, and it will make the entire world become equal instantly, right, the Gini coefficient will go straight to zero. zero. The moment I press it, just a few minutes after that, right, you will see unequal outcomes emerging again Mm. because people would be, so the example that he gives is people would be willing to pay just $1 more to watch Michael Jordan play basketball. And if a million people will pay $1 more, you're going to... Michael Jordan is going to be right at the top, right? He's mm. going to be that much more richer than other people. Yeah. So even if you had that button, right, and you could press it, the unequal outcomes will emerge again voluntarily because people pursue different choices in life. Mm. You know. And, and the best example maybe I could give is if you choose to work in finance, you're probably going to make a lot more than someone who works in... I don't know social welfare, right, mm. or um, other less Reward. financially rewarding industries. <laughs> <laughs> you will be surprised
2: how much social workers make. I have a bunch mm. of. Social I, also, I also, I also, I was
3: surprised how much yeah. social workers on, make. I
1: mean, I guess on average, la, that most of them don't probably don't make as much as finance bros, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. Know, people people make different choices and they reach different outcomes. And if you are chasing that inequality angle, right, you're always going to have to interfere with people's lives, mm. tax them, redistribute income mm. to try and bring about the equal state of affairs, which will never be reached. Yeah, right. So some some people would say that, you know, it's not so important that everyone gets equalized. It's more important if the people at the bottom, the 10th decile, are they going up into the 9th, the 8th, the 7th decile? Do we have income mobility? Mm. Do we have income... Um, are households getting richer over time? Um I, I'm not sure about that to be honest. It's still a bit hard to tell also because Singapore is still very young. Mm. Usually when you measure like mobility, right, you do it over like generations, uh, generations like, yeah. Mm. But anecdotally, I do not think that poor people get poor poor households are still poor, like 30, 40, 50 years apart. Uh maybe maybe you guys have like different experiences. Or like you guys know people Who are different
0: I think at the end of the day Is whether there's Whether there's any structural Like Like uh, Factors that affect yeah. this right Because you go to a lot Of different countries right And people who who are poor Don't have That mm. equal opportunity mm. So it's not really about Equal income exactly. But ensuring that there's Equal opportunity For mm. those who really want To climb the social ladder Mobility yeah. ladder To be able to do so lah Yeah
1: and, and, and the kinds of like Policies or laws That block income mobility right Are like Um Occupational licensing laws So for example In the US Right They have a lot of absurd Occupational licensing laws You have to maybe like To be a florist Right Or to be a hairdresser mm. You need to take uh, yep. Pay like $10,000 To take a license Right You know So like These types of laws Right Are blocking people From Poor average Day to day Like Americans mm. From Punching up mm. and, and And again Like back to the point Right It's like Inequality you can you may see inequality But what is causing that Is it free and voluntary choices Or is it like Barriers Structural barriers That are blocking people
0: Sorry, I, I was just gonna say So we talk about Structural barriers But there are also so Like like other barriers uh, So we look at Low income workers They tend to I mean not always But they tend to be More physical Manual labour Rather than If you're high Office bound Yeah office bound jobs right? And so when you take Into account something Like COVID for example that had to affect them A lot more than People who can work from home Right mm. The first know. to get hit oh, yeah. yeah the first to get hit Or if you look at those Who are probably freelancers um, mm. They don't have that many support Because if you have a full time job You most likely Might have benefits You most likely mm. would have all these different things uh, If you get sick You know you can take a day off And you still get a salary Or oh, actually for
3: the elderly So in a sense whereby When we were trapped at home right We could still use YouTube To learn how to do stuff True We could use like The apps to deliver stuff Or you know We can do most of what We still do online Mm. But for many of the older folks Even booking a class To go for To learn a computer right You probably have to Book it online Someone gotta do it for you first
2: and I imagine yeah, that Like a true. lot of the elderly Most of their life Centred around Like going to elder care Facilities or like Daycare centres yeah. For elderly yeah. To meet their friends And right? it's
3: actually very fun You know I've I've been once <laughs> <laughs> They're really having Good time uh.
2: Because of the whole COVID situation So yeah. they probably Don't get to do that So they're like Extra isolated as well mm. And yeah to, to bridge it back To like Low wage workers Or so like, I, I feel that A lot of the Low wage elderly workers that I see are those like cleaners at hawker centers. I feel like those are the low wage workers that I interact with more. Mm. So mm. then, yeah, Lord, I'm just always wondering like why do they have to do these jobs?
4: And most of them are old, like they're so old. I do it's like they really got they cannot do anything else probably, right?
2: Mm. Yeah.
4: Mm. Do you feel
3: like when our generation is old we'll get there? You, you know you look at you, you go overseas, right? Then you see like their version of the hawker centres, right? Then the people that are hawkers and cooking and cleaning are all young people. They are all students. Or
1: immigrants, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of when I went to flipped here. When I went to slightly sidetrack, it reminds me when I went to Australia. Saw a young construction worker. I was so puzzled by it. Yeah. Because usually the construction workers in Singapore they are not young, and they are not locals. I saw a young white guy as a construction worker. Oh shit! You guys do construction too okay uh,
0: uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god you bill build stuff <laughs> it's crazy I was, you, uh, I was telling them the other day because like, I graduated in Australia right uh. my classmates who were graduating with me we did economics marketing finance they said they want to be construction workers they want to be plumbers they want to be like tradies essentially yeah just mind blowing no I think so okay I
4: so so like the like I, I feel like the ones that we see like like doing those jobs right it feels like they are the ones who didn't progress with time they didn't keep up I think like, for the most part, because I know like there, are, I know other old people also who are like doing fine. Yeah, they're doing great. So then like, like, um, when there was one point that was brought up in the, in the, in the YSE, like their contest, right, which was this term called successful aging. So I'm trying, mm. uh, trying to figure out and understand what is it. And, and what I got was this kind of chart that shows that there's the, how you take care of the biological side of aging yeah. and then how you take care of two other factors, which is the psychological and social aspect. Right. Yeah, and then, then these three kind of like pillars right are what if you do them right you will age gracefully and successfully I, th- I think that's the definition mm. then I look at myself I look at my parents I look at my my, my, my grandma in particular right mm. like she checked every single one of those boxes right and she's like I think 80 plus already right happy oh. She like, her life more, more happening than mine. Wasn't it? Well, yeah. I, I, so I feel like- Your grandmother like, got very good see. vibes. Yeah. So I see, From I feel like I am a, a very good example of what it looks like to be healthy and old and happy, you know? Yeah. And I use, I kind of use that as like a model for what I want to, to be. But then I also look at like, for example, now in our time, how do we achieve that, right? Yeah. So you see one generation ahead of us, i uh, oh, sorry, one generation before us, uh, the older people who didn't figure out how to use the internet mm-hmm. or keep up when that was the development, right? They are probably the ones that are struggling to apply for courses, upgrade themselves, mm-hmm. learn, adapt to the environment. For us, it could be us not understanding or trying to like trying to grasp the concept of like crypto technology and all this kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? And then we just fall behind, fall for fall, keep falling behind, and then gradually oh it no, just. no!
2: Then the old people are all not in the metaverse. It keeps adding up.
4: Yeah, probably.
0: Oh it just God, keeps adding
3: up. young people, or catfish, catfish
4: old
0: people? <laughs> no then that someone someone in the old people generation will create businesses where hey is them shook now say the real world is so quiet, let's just enjoy it. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Finally all the yeah. young people are gone. Yeah. <laughs> no, but
4: okay, so so like my question to you all is do y'all feel like you all are primed to kind of like be old constantly adapt and keep up so what with the, the time. So, so by biolo- like healthy, yeah, physically um and then Psychological psychologically okay. and
2: socially. Actually, sorry, yeah. do you think it not just boils down to be having a family? you're close with say for example your grandma right because she's mm. like living with y'all for example y'all can teach her all this kind of extra stuff versus Love. all the elderly who are we
4: totally don't themselves. like this is not we do eh? <laughs> she owns self do eh? she go play golf with her friends she play with her friends At she go swimming she, she go yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then she, she, she then busy that's why like every time cannot get car oh, <laughs> she, so she's driving oh, she's
1: yeah. Yeah, right.
4: she freaking active
1: i think a family definitely helps uh, but from my own experiences Of like trying to teach The older generation To like use Zoom right I feel yeah. like the family Also <laughs> does
3: already. No, yeah. But if I say To teach my grandmother You'll be very polite oh, It's the uh, difference So
2: we need account- a Yeah
3: exchange. there needs to be Some cross thing Because you cannot teach Your own grandparents Or your own parents It's, it's like mm. a lot more You know Yeah. yeah. And your, your parents also know it That's yeah. why When they need you To do anything They, they tell you to go And do it Tell you to get it for them But when they need you To teach them something On the phone right They come yeah. to you you know Because they also know it, The power imbalance Is yeah. very stuck now <laughs> They'll bring to you The phone yeah. Then as you're helping them Right You, you say like hey, Can we get water <laughs> <laughs> They get water bro Like And, and they know it yeah. So I feel like there, there are people That have identified These problem statements And Like create volunteers Right So that you can go and Teach yeah. Yeah. Other but people's grandparents
0: But uh, So hard plugged, right But actually Looking at the YEC website also, right, There's actually This project that's quite interesting because again seniors have so much of this like accumulated knowledge and like experience, right? And so this project called Heartbeat Heart B I D basically lets old people, right, seniors, like um post up what they want to teach people and then right. like People can just go and bid and say, oh, I want to join this class, join this class. So that not only do you pass down that knowledge and give them dignity and like a sense of purpose, but it also helps to alleviate any like loneliness and social problems in that sense. So I thought it was quite interesting. Something else
2: that was in John Paul's flow chart, right, was also uh, like a productive aging in a sense. So I think this Mm. heartbeat thing kind of applies to that. It feels kind of useful,
4: you know? Yeah, no, so something that I want to say is that I feel like this will and, and efforts like that right will only help those that are already already have their mindset but mm. when I when, then I also look at other old people that I know right and they are the kinds that just stay at home like don't want to go out they, they are, are of, just locking mm. themselves in, in mm. their house become their prison already you know mm. yeah mm. then those are the people that we are trying to help what I would assume but they are not going to be the ones that are going to sign up to be like, hey let me teach you young boy how to yeah. paint some shit because they, they don't yeah
1: De- definitely there will be there will be those groups that are just impossible to reach uh and w- and which is why uh, again right tying back to like the poverty topic right a lot of people think that poverty is a issue of just a low account balance and that's why people have the very like redistributive mindset just take from the rich give to the mm. poor but in reality a lot of people who are low income right they also have they, they are very isolated in their own communities they don't have that kind of social support or family support and that's why they are just falling behind the rest of us and and that's I I think any of these types of like support groups are useful, but at the same time I do share his uh, pessimism I guess like those <laughs> people who don't want to I mean if you don't want to be rich right to be rich um there's nothing anyone can do to get yeah through, I mean to maybe they're you.
3: happily being yeah untouched also Un-
1: until until there's some big problem As everyone la, right? should be yeah. until there's some big problem <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah gotta make everything it's like a, it's like a time bomb like everything to happen right it's like. You isolate yep. yourself. Okay, you're getting by so far until some big health issue or like accident or what, and then suddenly you know, mm. that that's where like you, you need a lot of money and you don't have it.
3: Yeah, which is inevitable, lah. Yep. Yeah, These and yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Shit happens, right? Yeah. Which goes back to insurance, for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah insurance, I, is insurance is important. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, so actually, like the whole point of the challenge that has been brought up for this, like for the for the participants, right, is how do you pro- how can we provide better support? For yep. these groups Whether they are like These like Low age workers Or if they are Elderly And how, how then They age successfully Or, or make mm. their lives Better or whatever la. Okay I was walking Around my neighborhood <laughs> the other day And I saw this like Garden area That was all set up right um, Near the RC mm. It's like I don't know who Do one right But it's damn chill It's damn nice They do like Plants like and like Decorations and kind of thing. Uh, I wow. think so it, uh, Under avoid deck Then mm. right there's a little library where you can go and donate books and people can go and mm. take on self-take. Mm-hmm. Then freaking cool, they have uh, the fridge also. Then somebody will come and like, like, populate oh. it with like, like, grapes or like, right. a random shit. Then people yeah. can just kind of take.
1: Like, yeah, I saw that around my house. Oh, well. Quite yeah. cute, right? Yeah. Like, it's,
4: it's a newer thing. I, like, I, I think the first few of them came out in like, the lower income areas, housing yeah. areas. Now it's like, almost like, getting more and more common, which I think is very good. Eh?
3: But requires yeah. some level of Social cohesion For that to happen exactly, So yeah. yeah If not people will just Take everything Exactly yeah. so When yeah. I saw it Around my blog right My first thought was that Why nobody just going to Take, yeah. take yeah. yeah. Like
1: who, who actually <laughs> put it Because everyone Not
3: just the fridge Inside out. got food right But why nobody steal the fridge yeah. Yeah, Was my first
1: thought You live What countries I didn't go that far But I was like Am I I was thinking If I put in stuff Am I going to be The only sucker That's doing it Yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that, I think The fact that I would Have that thought right Is Testament to The fact that We don't really have That kind of social cohesion mm. yeah. In Singapore Yeah
0: exactly. but it goes back to like Collectivism or individualism And I think it always depends On your own Personal circumstance Because like, I think we touched mm. upon this before so. But I was super left wing When I was young and poor mm. And then as I started Earn enough and accumulate enough I'm suddenly very centered Or even right wing In certain mm. policies and yeah. that's just how it goes Because you want to keep What is, you felt was yours huh? <laughs> Hey guys So the Youth Action Challenge Has been going on For several seasons already And this season The teams are coming together To solve societal issues Such as supporting Vulnerable groups Like we spoke about today mm-hmm. uh, And so how you can Support them Is actually to go to the website And provide feedback On some of the projects And solutions that they have And you can even stand To win attractive prizes By doing so Such as an Amazon Kindle Or an Apple iPad. iPad. hmm So go and check out The link down below uh, Thank you so much Jonathan for joining us today Jonathan. Did I say Jonathan you Jonathan Choix. Jonathan Donovan. Thank you so much, Donovan, for joining us today. Alright, and we'll see you in the next one, guys. Bye-bye.
2: Tired of
4: ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?